Healing into Consciousness Radio reveals a mystic's viewpoint on personal growth and transformation. Albert, a seasoned broadcaster, and Mata, internationally acclaimed master healer, teacher, and multi-award winning author, explore both the dark and light sides of our human nature. They candidly talk about things most people shy away from, discussing our struggles with anger, jealousy, sex, insecurity, self-loathing, and fear of death. They discuss the meaning of awakening and what we need to do to transform our shadow and find the light of our true being. Through her compassionate guidance, Mata answers questions regarding your personal challenges with specific suggestions on how you too can heal into consciousness. And now, here are your hosts, Albert and Mata. Welcome to Healing into Consciousness Radio. My name is Albert. And I'm Mata, and we have a very special guest for you today. However, before we introduce him, we'd like to set a stage. As you know, our radio is called Healing into Consciousness, and consciousness is primarily the focus of our entire um, endeavor here, and that's what we're trying to get you, the listener, uh, to participate with and maybe bring in a little bit more awareness and understanding to what exactly it means to heal into consciousness. What do you think, Albert? What is your perspective on healing into consciousness? What does it mean for you? Becoming more aware of the situation, whether it be within myself or outside of myself. That's right. So then um, this is basically one point that is very important for us to remember is that why awareness has such an important role in our health. If we're not aware about our life, we obviously live it mechanically. We do things mechanically. We try to avoid things mechanically, things we don't want to feel, we don't want to look at. And all those things that we suppress in our body, in our energy, become like energetic blocks. And then sooner or later, they reveal themselves as pain, as illness, as stress, anger, discomfort, all those emotions that we feel as we live our day-to-day -day life. If we're not aware about why they're there, what are they there to teach us, and what's what's the purpose for us experiencing those emotions then we're obviously not living in consciousness we're not really aware to why we're doing things and right. what we want to do basically is the moment we become conscious then all the things that keep us in darkness, that keep us in pain and suffering, slowly start falling away. That's why it's such an important thing to pay attention to and to understand that consciousness is going to be the key for our healing and transformation. I'm just recalling uh, something I read in your book, In Search of the Miraculous Healing and Consciousness, where you posed three basic questions. Who am I? Why am I here? And where do I go when I die? And I think astrology has, uh, what I found personally is that it really helps to address 
those questions, some of those questions, and that's why I'm really excited about the guest that we have here today. His name is Jesse Carliner, and you know him very well because he was the editor of your award-winning book, In Search of the Miraculous Healing into Consciousness. What were you going to say? Well, uh, what I wanted to say was that um, what the reason we're excited about having Jesse on the show today is because we're going to look at astrology as a tool for becoming more conscious, and we're going to look at astrology as how it can help you to become more conscious and how uh, it can help you to find the right tools uh, to know what exactly you need to do in order for your healing and transformation to happen. Jesse, uh, I'll let Albert introduce you to Jesse, and I'll say a few things about him before we bring him on, just to set the stage so you understand what uh, the gifts that Jesse's going to bring us today. Right. So besides being an astrologer, uh, Jesse is also a meditation instructor. He's a writer and editor. He has a BA in English literature and an MA in Eastern classics. Uh, Jesse's traveled extensively throughout Asia, Australia, North America, and Europe, and first studied uh, meditation and yoga in India. And he continued his spiritual and personal growth work uh, in Vancouver, Canada, where he met you. And as a matter of fact, it was under your direction in which he attended seven 21-day meditation intensives and completed a year-long training course in meditation instruction and group facilitation. He brings to his astrology, which I think is very, very unique and kind of special, in which he offers his sessions as a, with a unique combination of skills gained from personal experience, intense academic and personal study, and natural intuitive gifts that enable him to function as a vehicle and channel to interpret the astrological chart. There's not too many astrologers who, who have that kind of special talent. He wrote the introduction to and edited Mata's seven-time award-winning book, In Search of the Miraculous, Healing into Consciousness, described by Deepak Chopra as offering a simple and elegant map of the path of enlightenment. He has an international clientele of people from all walks of life with whom he has shared his passion for self-discovery and soul-directed living. And I would like to say a few things about Jesse from my personal experience I remember the first time when Jesse did a, a chart for me, and I've had several astrologers do um, charts for me. And what Jesse did was the most amazing chart that I've ever um, come across. And uh, I have to mention here that he's completely self-taught. He he is um, like a channel when he's doing his readings. And Many times when we hear about uh, the, the the planets and the signs and uh, something's transiting something else, to me, basically, it meant nothing. And when I asked Jesse to just to interpret without telling me about the signs, and he started speaking in that manner, everything was so right on and so perfect. And obviously, um, having found my own inner truth and understanding how the environment and the stars and the planets affect me uh, on some different level, not exactly knowing which planet is affecting what, but whatever he said what made so much sense. And 
was so bell clear that um, I'm very excited to to tell everyone about the gift that Jesse brings and how important it is and how helpful it could be for us to heal into consciousness if we know what are the imprints that the stars have made on us um, at the time of our birth because these are these are imprints that cannot be change that can be useful for us to become aware while we're living in this particular life, in this particular body, which has been imprinted by those influences of the stars, and to to make the best out of our opportunities with life so we can understand instead of try to struggle and be in denial of things that actually are part of our makeup that we cannot really change. It's just like our DNA, we cannot change it. This is how we're born. And and part of healing into consciousness means we need to start to come to understanding and acceptance that everything is perfect. And we don't need to be like somebody else. We can just be ourselves. We just need to to make friends with ourselves. And this is how we start opening the door to loving ourselves, finding our inner power, our creativity, and our life purpose. And speaking of life purpose, this is exactly what we're going to be talking about with Jesse when he comes on after the break. And he's going to be talking about what he calls a soul mission astrology. And just stay tuned. It's going to be very, very exciting it's exciting for me, and I'm sure it's exciting for Albert because we both have um, had experiences with Jesse's uh, readings to now, talk about him. What I liked about, what I really loved about Jesse's work was that he gave me a blueprint of my life, which helped me answer why I was here, what sort of the obstacles I was struggling with in this in this lifetime, and and that made my life so much easier because it, it enabled me to, to really understand myself like I really couldn't uh, before. And it really dovetailed nicely with the work that you do, Mata. So we're going we're gonna to meet this, this very interesting uh, astrologer when we come back. You're listening to Healing Into Consciousness Radio. We are online at matadalian.com, healingintoconsciousness.com, and we'll be right back right after this. Healing into Consciousness Radio reveals a mystic's viewpoint on personal growth and transformation. Albert and Mata explore both the dark and light sides of our human nature. They candidly talk about things most people shy away from, discussing our struggle with anger, jealousy, sex, insecurity, anxiety, self-loathing, and fear of death. During the show, Mata and Albert discuss what comes to pass on the journey of awakening and the work that we need to do to transform our unconscious and find our true being. Through her compassionate guidance and ability to accurately read the repressed beliefs, thought forms, and emotions in the person's unconscious, Mata answers callers' questions regarding their personal challenges, giving specific suggestions to help them heal into consciousness. Tune in each Monday at noon Pacific Time for Healing into Consciousness Radio. Let's 
If you like reading personal development books and would appreciate receiving additional guidance from the author, this unique gift is for you. When you purchase the book, In Search of the Miraculous, Healing into Consciousness, and the No Yes Active Meditation CD, you can register for a free teleclass with Eliza Matadalian, which will give you an opportunity to ask your questions and receive personal guidance on how to find your inner joy and live your life more fully. Visit HealingIntoConsciousness.com for details. Details. We're back here on Healing into Consciousness Radio with Albert and with Mada. And it's uh, our very special pleasure to introduce to you Jesse Carliner. Welcome to the show, Jesse. Thank you. I'm very happy to be here. <laughs> Welcome, a, Jesse. A little reunion. It is. It is. Now, before we get into the astrology, Perhaps we should uh, set up a little background for the for the listener, and and how you actually came across Mata, and because y- you were doing the meditation kind of work, uh, the personal growth work way before you actually started the astrology. Yes, that, that is the case. Uh, I found Mata through um, different workshops that I was doing here in Vancouver, and my journey sort of took me around the world before I ended up here in Vancouver um, via India and different places as I was sort of doing the proverbial looking for myself, getting lost along the way kind of uh, journey. And um, I found myself in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and I went to a couple of uh, yoga workshop, meditation classes, and uh, one of the instructors referred me to Mata. And uh, so I made an appointment to come and see her and had a session with with Mata, and um, that really began my my deep work into the unconscious and and uh, the really deep healing work. And you described that really well in your introduction. Uh, I would say rather long introduction to uh, my book. It gives people a really good idea about the, the search that you've gone through and uh, how you were able to um, contribute and benefit through the process that we both went through and it was a really magical time it very much was it was it was powerful and and transformative and and very enjoyable working on the book and and all the different trainings and intensives and it was very beautiful and it was during the time that I was um, working with Mata and and doing the different trainings that I came across astrology for the first time and when I came across astrology and, and begin to explore it it, it really confirmed the, the shape of my journey and where my journey had taken me. And so the more I explored and the more I investigated and the more I studied astrology, the more it, it made sense to me that it was a, a blueprint for, for that journey that Mata was helping me on. So were you exploring through books or, or how did you explore astrology? Well, a, a lot of it was through my own personal study. Okay. Um, through books and through, but also just through feeling and experimenting with the different energies and observing um, how I would feel and what would be changing within me as I was going through my own life. And then I began to um, offer sessions for other people. And through offering those sessions, I began to become even more aware of how these energies affect people and, and what they're presenting for each individual as they're going through their life and how 
the life is shaped by these initial imprints that are formed when someone comes in. You have a very unique and interesting way of, of looking at someone's chart. And I remember vaguely you said something about, you know, there's the astrological wheel and it's not so much about the outside where the planets are, but the center, which kind of echoes Mata's work of, you know, finding the center and being in the center and being a witness, right? This is the movie that we're sort of born with. And our job is to transcend that, which again echoes Mata's work and the healing into consciousness, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I think Osho might have um, said it best when he said that astrology is a doorway to religiousness. And what I felt he meant by that was astrology provides a kind of doorway or entry into seeing the movie-like nature of your whole life. Right. And so you begin to go, wait a minute, none of these things that I'm experiencing, none of these things that I'm seeing around me that I'm interacting with are actually they don't have an independent existence outside of me projecting out and creating these things. And so, because we go through our lives and we think, why is this happening to me? Why is this happening to me? Why do I have these kind of relationships? Why are these situations happening to me? And we don't realize that these things are all still part of us. They're just a reflection of what we brought in with us. And so the challenge or the tool that astrology can be is it points the way to coming out of all of that illusion, all the hologram that basically the astrology chart is, it's almost like a little microchip right. and everything is just a projection out of that microchip. And it's interesting that probably most of us don't really even think about it, but we're all affected by the same planets. We all experience similar emotions. So in that sense, we're all in the same boat, in the mm -hmm. same place. The only difference is the different time that that impression was made. The constellations were different at the, at the time of our birth, but we all experience the same imprints of the same planets. Mm-hmm. So we're not separate. We're all one in that sense. So then knowing how the different time have affected or imprinted in our consciousness would help us then understand ourselves better. Absolutely. I find that when people begin to realize that, wait a minute, everybody's got these wounds, everybody's got these blocks and these fears, not only does something relax inside of themselves when it comes to their struggles with others, but they no longer struggle with themselves as much. They have more compassion. It's like, oh, I don't, there's nothing wrong with me. It's totally normal that there's this energy. It's a, it's a cosmic energy that there is fear and that there is wounding. I mean, these are just, it's just like earthquakes and rain, you know? So it's how are we going to respond to them? What is our relationship with these energies that's right and also knowing what are the opportunities to make this more practical so people can understand in what way they can use astrology to help their journey into consciousness in other words what are the challenges and what are the opportunities because there's always opportunities and challenges mm -hmm. um, and the the chart will show both 
the possibilities so that instead of thinking, well, all is dark and all is bad and, and I'm stuck with this, um, uh, astrology will also reveal the areas where actually what you feel you're stuck in is also an opportunity to break through. But we miss those opportunities of breakthrough many times because we're so focused on the problem or on what's not right. And we miss many opportunities throughout our lifetimes to be free of the imprints. Basically, would you say that healing in consciousness would mean you are free of the impressions that the planets have made and you have found your consciousness, which is absolutely in its pure state of presence? Um, absolutely. The, the way that I understand it is when you come in with some of these blocks or these, these imprints, you know, for example, people come in and it's set up within their chart that they cannot have love and a family at the same time. So, you know, they find themselves in these very complicated relationships where they can't seem to get the romantic to go along with having a home and, and the maternal or the emotional security. And by taking ownership and by looking at where did this come from, where did this imprint come from, becoming conscious of it and being able to then step out of it, it no longer needs to manifest in the negative way and it becomes actually a gift. It becomes a positive manifestation in your life. It's funny, I was just thinking about that quote that you said from Osho, uh, where uh, something to do with religion, right? And, and, and the word religion is from the Latin word meaning religio, right? To link back, right? Mm -hmm. To come back to, to your original center. Mm -hmm. your, your particular brand um, is soul mission astrology. What does that mean? Well, the focus, if you will, of, of my reading is the soul mission. It is what, what is it that the soul wants to experience in this lifetime in order to further its evolution? And in some case, even just complete its journey on this planet. But what is it that the soul wants to, needs to experience in order to balance it out its development? It's, it's kind of the way Mata talks about it in the book is an existential need. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So then, um, in a way, looking at the blueprint will make the journey a little bit easier because then you'll say, okay, well, I see now what the challenges are, I see what the opportunities are, and I'm going to be smart about it. I'm not going to dwell on the, um, the darkness or, or the unconsciousness. I'm going to actually try and understand what have I come here to learn because obviously every life is an opportunity for transformation and evolution and um, all our challenges are pointing out to the place that we need to learn uh, or what we need to learn in order to evolve into consciousness which basically in a way means you're free of all the impressions and being in consciousness, healing into consciousness also means that you are present in the now. So in order to be in the now, we need to heal into consciousness. We need to become conscious of what we're not. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and the, what's interesting, though, is as long as you are in a particular body, you're still going to be working with the chart, but there'll be no identification with it. You'll be in the center of it. So the astrology chart is like a mandala 
pointing you to that center, pointing you to that freedom and that consciousness. There's no more identification with your life and the emotions and what's going on. And that's why I love your work, Jesse, because it so much echoes um, the, the whole work that I'm doing. And we will discuss this um, after we come back from the break. This is getting very interesting and I think very important for us to discuss. So uh, we'll take a, a short break and we'll continue on that thought. We'll be right back. Imagine a groundbreaking healing method that can resolve your lifelong problems and save you months and even years of counseling and psychotherapy. Imagine a method that can accurately identify and dissolve the blocks that cause fear, pain, and illness. The Lightspeed Dalian Method can do just that. It will quickly and spontaneously heal your ailments into inner peace, joy, and self-empowered consciousness. To book your life-changing session with the Dalian Method, visit DalianMethod.com. So we're back on Healing Into Consciousness Radio with Albert and Mata, our very special guest, uh, Jesse Carliner, soul mission astrologer extraordinaire. Uh, we are talking about the importance and benefits of getting to know your true self, call it your inner being via the planets and stars. Uh, we should mention that your contact uh, information, uh, Jesse, is uh, jessecarliner at gmail.com. That's J-E-S-S-E. C-A-R-L-I-N-E-R at gmail.com. And our websites are matadalian.com and healingintoconsciousnessradio.com. And we also have a Facebook page where you're welcome to uh, go visit Healing Into Consciousness Radio. Leave your comments and questions there. And uh, we resume the, infra, the conversation right now. You were talking about the, the importance, what... Uh, Mara, I'm sorry, you were going to ask a question. A question for Jesse to actually present us how astrology can help us. We um, all talk about the ego. There's a big buzz word now, the ego, and how to uh, quote-unquote get rid of it, transform it, and what the, the ego represents and how it actually prevents us from being in the now, from being in stillness, and from knowing who we truly are. And here we have an opportunity to see um, how you just interpret or how can the charts show someone what what is their development of the ego. As you know, we worked on the book uh, together and when we were going through, when I was describing about the steps that the soul goes through development of the ego and consciousness, the seven uh, steps and uh, the transformation and evolution. And how would you present that in astrological terms, looking at somebody's chart and how can somebody having a reading with you can benefit from actually seeing what their ego 
uh, and consciousness uh, development phase is at and uh, how they can actually help themselves to transform the ego into consciousness or healing to consciousness, if you will? Well, each person comes in having focused on different aspects of their development. Some individuals come in, they've been focusing on the heart or relationships, and that's really where they're kind of stuck now. And so in order for them to balance out their evolution and in order to balance out their ego's development so they can move on, they need to actually work on maybe some of the more selfish aspects or the the sort of quote-unquote selfish aspects or the lower aspects where you're focusing more on your own individuality. While others come in and this is their life where they need to go more into their heart and work on that aspect of the development. So each person, it, it never goes, as we discussed when we were working on the book together, it never goes completely in this linear, logical fashion. You know, each soul gravitates initially to certain kinds of experiences, whether it's being a mother, or being a wife, or being a warrior, or being a career person, or being a traveler. Each person, each soul has been gravitating towards different experiences. And so to understand that is to get a, a window into both your strengths and weaknesses, but also where now the development lies, where the growth potential now lies, where it, where's the direction where you're going to break down that old identity of who you thought you were, the small self, and open up into a bigger sense of yourself. So in other words, um, understanding that my, my choices in life are based on what my soul needs to learn and transform will help me to stop comparing myself with other people and see that each person chooses their own path based on what they need to learn and what they need to heal into consciousness. Yes. Yes, completely. What exactly are you looking at in the, in the person's chart? Uh, what are you identifying? What do you mean? Like technically or yeah, what are you looking at? I mean, is, is there something, is it a, a certain something that's common to everybody uh, in a particular area? Is it, there, there's a, a mathematical point within the chart that sort of describes what that soul mission is. So it's not exactly, it doesn't relate to a Would that be the North percent. Node? Is that? The North Node, yeah. Oh, okay. They're going to be, right. yeah. Okay. The, the technical term for All it right. is the North Node, yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like your own personal North Star or your own compass point. So that's where you would focus your energies and your directions and your, your view in order to move forward and move in the direction of growth. Right. Mm -hmm. So I have a question for you, Jesse, then mm -hmm. coming back to you and uh, obviously, you know, your own chart and you've worked uh, uh, for two years, you worked on mm -hmm. editing my book and we created a map as we were working on it for the soul's development from unconsciousness into consciousness. So in what way working on my book, the process with me then uh, was helping you in your own transformation? Uh, astrologically, if you would look at that. Well, hmm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not quite clear on, um, on on what you mean. I can. I can definitely address so, so, how working on the book was was transformative, and how that also did inform. It shaped my astrology readings and my understanding of astrology. Is that, is that what you meant? Uh, well, you can. You can talk. You definitely can talk about that. Yeah, mm -hmm. sure. 
Well, I mean, the, the process of working on the book with you, for everything that went into that book, I had to get you to explain it to me multiple, multiple times to make sure that I understood it clearly so that then we could find the best way to express it. So that meant that every, everything in that book, I had to work with personally myself, you know, and it would trigger things and it would bring up things and I had to work with all the different activities and processes. So, I mean, it's incredibly powerful in that sense. So in a way, if you look at your astrological chart, mm -hmm. then your soul chose to come in and do this work with me so that you can experience those things and become more conscious, a healing to consciousness. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, within each person's chart, not only is, do, is there the soul mission, right, which is what they're here to experience, there's also the path. How do you get to the soul mission? Because often people think that the soul mission is something that you go out and you like make happen. But in many cases, the soul mission is actually something that you have to allow to happen. You have to get out of the way. You have to remove the fears and the blocks and the obstacles to let that soul mission happen. Existence, the universe, is going to bring you all the opportunities in the world so that you can have the experiences that you need to break out of the old identity and awaken to a larger perspective, you know, gaining consciousness. Right. So this way people get gravitated to whatever experiences they need mm -hmm. in order to learn and transform themselves and become more conscious. Uh, even from the outside, if we judge those experiences as bad or traumatic, mm -hmm. uh, nevertheless, the soul gravitates to those experiences because they have something to learn. And this is exactly what I see. I've seen with my work over mm -hmm. the um, past 15 years when I'm working with each person's energy mm -hmm. and their unconsciousness is that even though they've had all the, all the negative so-called experiences they've had mm -hmm. or traumatic experiences they've had, they've had them because the part of them needed to actually have those experiences so that they can understand and see something about themselves. And many times when the person looks at the experiences as something negative, that's where they get stuck. They don't see that this is an opportunity. As we were talking earlier, every challenge is an opportunity to transform. So, so then there's nothing really bad in the world, in mm -hmm. a sense, everything is there for our evolution. Yes, completely, completely. And, and by focusing in and welcoming and accepting where the block is, where the fears are, where the negative experiences have been, is exactly how we're finally going to transcend those things and, and become a master. Because what's interesting is that within astrology, the, the planet Saturn, which corresponds to our fears and our blocks and where we have our setbacks and our obstacles and our frustration, is actually the planet that corresponds to maturity and wisdom and mastery. That's why they call it the great teacher. Right? Exactly. Saturn is the great teacher. And if you master those lessons, then you're able to transform it like alchemy into something positive into something that becomes a blessing and a gift. It's an area, because you've experienced all sides of it, the bottom and the top, you have a real understanding around it. You know, for example, um, someone may have an obstacle in their chart that corresponds to poverty, but that can be transformed into really having an understanding and a mastery of the material world and of money. So often that poverty aspect can be transformed into wealth, but it does relate to these kind of extreme 
experiences sometimes because we need to have those things. You know, for example, I had a client who was learning about in this lifetime how to surrender. Well, they had a lot of struggles around this. They actually gravitated to drug and alcohol abuse because they were looking for a way to let go of control. And they actually took them so far in a bad direction or in a painful suffering direction, not necessarily a bad one, but that they found themselves hospitalized and having to begin the process of working through the issues that they were using drugs and alcohol to treat and medicate. Right. So then that soul needed to, to have an experience of surrender and let go, which the drugs provide. Mm -hmm. But then because the drugs also affect the body mm -hmm. and there is not enough awareness, then the person actually goes into a negative reaction toward mm -hmm. it because when there is no awareness, then obviously it's difficult to come out of the pattern or, or understand even to why am I holding on to things? Why am I afraid? Why cannot let go? And that's where many people are caught with drugs because drugs give that little experience of let go and surrender. But then it's, it takes you more into the unconsciousness. And you, when you come out of the, the effect of the drug, you're back into the same place where you were and maybe even worse. I see that we're coming up to a break. I had a question, though, about how we resolve what is going on with the soul and what is going on with the ego and how those two kind of mesh or, you know, what kind of a marriage or divorce is going on there. Hang on to that thought. And when we come back, we'll go further on that topic. You're listening to Healing into Consciousness Radio with Albert and Mata. Our website is matadalian.com and healingintoconsciousness.com. And we're also available on Facebook where you can give us your comments and questions if you have any. We'll be right back right after this. If you've tried many different wellness methods and still feel stuck, the Lightspeed Dalian Method for Health and Consciousness is your answer. This bullseye technique is a revolutionary new model for healing and awakening. The Dalian Method can help you heal your fear, pain, and ailments within minutes. It's ideal for people who are ready to transform their unconscious and live joyously in the present. To book your private session with Mata, the founder of this method, visit DalianMethod.com. If you like reading personal development books and would appreciate receiving additional guidance from the author, this unique gift is for you. When you purchase the book, In Search of the Miraculous, Healing into Consciousness, and the No Yes Active Meditation CD, you can register for a free teleclass with Eliza Modadalian, which will give you an opportunity to ask your questions and receive personal guidance on how to find your inner joy and live your life more fully. Visit HealingIntoConsciousness.com for details. Details. So we're back on Healing into Consciousness Radio with Albert and Mata and our very special guest, Jesse Carliner, a soul mission astrologer. I wanted you, Jesse, to clarify this business about the ego and the soul uh, a little bit more, if you can. Well, in, in my experience with, with the chart and, and with my clients, the soul mission is still, it's still kind of part of, of the ego's realm in a way. It just represents the direction where the ego is going to grow and, and evolve through the experiences, but we're also going to gain more consciousness and disidentify from all the old lifetime of patterns and fears and desires and, and compulsions that we have. Right. Okay. So I don't see in the end that there's any 
that there needs to be any real conflict. It just comes from once there's an understanding, oh, okay, this was the old pattern. This is where the old fears is. This is where my old tendencies are. This is what I think I need. This is who I think I am versus, okay, maybe I'm not that. There's this new direction here to explore and to break out of those old patterns. But it's interesting because a lot of times when people think of the soul, they think that that's the end of the line. Like, oh, my soul mission. So that's, that's going to be it. But a point comes where even the soul mission has to be let go of, where it, it's still part of the realm of this world where we need to have these experiences in order to grow. But even that needs to be released. So in other words, the goal, as, as we all like creating goals for ourselves, the goal would be to find the inner witness in the stillness, in the moment, in the now. And that's truly your being. So the goal would be finding who you truly are means what's my being? What's my being that that existed before I came into this body? After I leave this body, what's my being experiencing while I'm here on the planet? Then the goal, would you say, would be finding that consciousness, in other words, healing into consciousness and finding that place of no movement, the stillness in the now out of which basically everything arises. So the whole movie, the world, as we see it, the Maya, the samsara, or, or the illusion, what we call the world as, or, or those who have seen it as an illusion, call it that, would be the whole work of the soul in trying to go through their soul mission, as, as you're saying, and understanding their lessons is basically ultimately to come to the place to recognize that I'm not, none of those things. Yes. The, the soul mission is only a tool in a sense on that ultimate goal. So by moving in the direction of the soul mission, it's going to bring you closer to that ultimate goal, but it's still not the goal to do the soul mission. That's right. So in other words, that whole process of soul mission or, or the astrology chart is the work of the ego then. It's how the ego is developing through different phases and what are the kind of things you need to do in order to heal your wounded ego into a healthy ego before you can let it go. And, and we all know that until we have something, we've experienced something, it's hard for us to let it go because the desire does not let it happen. Yes, absolutely. I have a question. If this is, I guess, the ultimate kind of prize, but say one has lived uh, a wasted life, how, what was, what was that person defeated by in his astrological chart? See, I guess I, I would say that no life is really wasted. Um, if, if you're taking the, the, the long view of things, each individual needs to keep having the same experiences until they've completed with that experiences. And so you may meet someone at a certain stage in their evolution where it looks like, well, that whole life was a waste. But if at the moment of, of their death, they have that realization of this is what I missed out on. I'm not going to do the same thing again then it wasn't wasted, you know? So it, it's really hard to make sense of that uh, from... So who are we to judge? Absolutely. I mean, you, you could see someone who's on the street and they could be, you know, this close to final liberation, but they may need to live on the street for a few lifetimes before they, they finally are ready for that one last thing. So... And do I know that uh, best because I've actually remembered many of my lifetimes as I described in, in chapter eight of, of my book, In Search of the Miraculous. 
how I've missed life after life just because of that little thought that kept me identified with the ego. And that's why my my entire life's work now is, and, and that's probably what also helped me to develop my method, uh, because I understand how a thought form, which is basically the base of the ego mind, can prevent you from awakening from transformation and how important it is for us to cultivate that inner witness so we can start disidentifying from our thoughts and emotions so we can find that place of understanding that I am the universe. Mm -hmm. Com completely. I mean, at the end of the day, that's the only thing that matters. And each life does bring us closer to that. I mean, regardless of whether we like it or not, we are all evolving. We can't stop it. Would you, would you agree, Mata? That Therefore, there's nothing good or there's nothing bad. Basically, what you're saying is that what we perceive as good and bad is only judgments. And it, they're based on our social conditionings and what we've been taught to think as good or bad. But uh, coming from a mystic's point of view, everything is there for the purpose of evolution of the soul and evolution of consciousness and transformation of consciousness because the universe is so vast and the, the way the universe expands is when each individual transforms their little bit of the energy that uh, we call a life force into consciousness. And with that expansion, it's like an explosion where a universe expands into some new realms and new creativity and that's how we all experience the joy that we're all longing for. Yes, and that's why within each person, within each astrological chart, there is uh, an imprint from all of the different planets of the different collective consciousness and unconsciousness. So each one of us has this homework of our own plot of land, if you will, cultivating our own consciousness and soil, which will help all the other souls as well. So that's basically each person's responsibility then. Everybody's responsible to transform themselves, to heal themselves. And when we point a finger, when we say, well, I feel the way I feel because it's somebody else's fault, because my parents didn't give me the love I wanted, because uh, this happened to me, then we actually miss the opportunity of looking to see what we're basically giving away our power because in a way we get attracted to our parents law of attraction means we get attracted to what we need to learn and of course that's unconscious many times it's conscious very few times and therefore instead of pointing a finger to uh, well this is my parents didn't give me this and uh, my boyfriend my girlfriend is not doing what i want and this is how we miss many, many opportunities. So we need to take that arrow and point it back into ourselves with the question, who am I? And this is where you're looking at your chart uh, or your soul missions chart, or your astrolog astrological chart. And especially with the way Jesse does his readings, which is very, very special and very unusual. Um, it's not commonly practiced astrology. It's very unique. This is where then... Um, Basically, Jesse, would you say you, you, you're also looking at the parts of the ego personality that the person needs to look at and take responsibility for in order to transform those parts into consciousness? Yes, essentially, uh, the reading is a kind of map with homework. 
you know, these are the things that you brought in with you. These are the blocks. These are the fears. These are the, the angers that you have that have to be looked at, that have to be taken responsibility for. Um, but they're also have those potentials to be great gifts as well. So after a session, the client is taking away more clarity about why their life is the way it is and where they need to be focusing their attention in the direction and also letting go of the idea that they're cursed or poor me, or this is just the way that my life is because m much of astrology becomes about having excuses, you know, like, Oh, this is my life. Poor me. This is just the way it was. And instead I'm coming from the perspective that the astrology chart is really a tool for your own personal growth and your evolution. It, it shows you where are the opportunities to break free? Where are the hidden gifts that you have? And so no longer do you have to go, Oh, well, you know, this is why this is because, Oh, this just poor me. And I, I like to add to that. Many times people think, well, doing personal work is hard work, even though it might seem so that it's hard work, but in a way it's so liberating. So to stay actually not doing the work is where you sit and continue suffering and, and you keep the pain. And because you keep the pain, you, you keep hoping that the pain was not there, but the only way to actually not have the pain and suffering is to look inside and, and do the work because with that with actually doing the work is where the, the excitement, the ecstasy, the liberation, the prize, this is how you get the prize. If you don't do anything, uh, your fists are closed. You can't experience the prize. Totally. On that note, if there are people who are, what a fantastic discussion this has been today. And I'm sad to say that we have run out of time. Jesse, if there's anybody uh, who wants to get a hold of you, how can they do that? Uh, you can contact me at my email address, jessecarliner at gmail.com. That's J-E-S-S-E-C-A-R-L-I-N-E-R -S -S -E -E at gmail, G-M-A-I-L.com. And of course, Mata, there is not only your sessions that people can go to and refer to, but also uh, your website where they can find a calendar of events where you will be and uh, various workshops that you have, and that's modadallion.com, also healingintoconsciousness.com. We will have Jesse back, and he has some charts for us uh, that uh, he's going to discuss, and uh, I believe the charts are for Barack Obama, Oprah, and Madonna. And that's going to be very interesting for us uh, since we all know these personalities, how to um, recognize what might have been their soul mission and their work of healing into consciousness. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Albert. And I'm Mada. And please join us uh, every Monday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time, 2 o'clock uh, Central Time, and 12 o'clock Pacific Time. You've been listening to Healing Into Consciousness Radio with Albert and Mata. Tune in each Monday at noon Pacific time to continue to explore both the dark and light sides of our human nature. For more information about the Dalian Method or to get your copy of Mata's award-winning book, In Search of the Miraculous, Healing Into Consciousness, or the No Yes Active Meditation CD, visit www.dalianmethod.com. That's www.dalianmethod.com. <laughs>